Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh Reed. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. 
live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays, like tonight. And that little uh, that video there was done by Little Memes on Twitter. So if you guys want to go check out and follow Little Memes, what a great video that was right here. This is uh, the Dilly 300 meme team. And so Little Memes, uh, at Little Memes, M-E-M-Z-Z, you can find them there. Apparently, they're the ones that did this. Uh, great freaking intro video. I love it. Just fascinating. So very cool there. I love it. A lot of people thought it was actually Trump's uh, campaign video. He should use it as his campaign video. That's my recommendation. But yeah, man, listen, Trump said final battle 2024. And here we go. This is the Daily Dose. This is where we talk about the social destruction, the, the cultural destabilization, the political destabilization of our country. Communism coming in under guise of, of newfound freedoms, which are nothing more than privileges of uh, the new world orders run at taking over the world. Their one chance they've had in 200 years and they're finally going for it and they're failing miserably because the people have awakened. And that's what we do here is we keep you informed. We keep you up to date. We get the information out there so that you can stay to a certain level and degree, I guess, protected and informed and understanding of what's happening in the world and what's unfolding. And so, you know, we, we start today off with uh, Joe Biden at the uh, the NATO meeting in Europe. Yeah. And, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, start speaking of Joe Biden, I wanted to talk about this because, you know, there's a lot of people out there like Joe Biden's an actor or, or whatnot. I, <sighs> or he's not real, man. He's not real. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's open for debate because, you know, there's a lot of questionable things out there um, that a lot of people are like, you're watching a movie like this is the Patriot script. And I disagree with that. I think that we have their script and that a lot of the things that they do is scripted. Like, you know, remember when Joe Biden was doing like uh, um, his rallies and stuff like that. And the people were sitting in the little circles, all, you know, COVID distancing and stuff. Yeah. What was that? That was scripted. Those were those people. Remember the Jeeps? Remember all the Jeeps? Yeah, that was all it was all scripted. Okay. Mm-hmm. That that's what you're watching a movie. These people are following a script and we understand their script. Um, as for Joe Biden not being real, yeah, I get the earlobe thing. I get how he looks different, but that happens when you age. Um, and earlobes, uh plastic surgery, uh, you know, show me a Donald Trump uh 40 years ago and today. I think that you're gonna see the earlobes. I don't know, but I know that earlobes do droop down when you do get older. I, I, I don't know, though. I don't know. But I can tell you that watching this video, th- this video got me like, whoa, they were spot on. Let's check this out real quick. This is pretty crazy. This is uh, the July 4th event at the White House. Watch this video and see if you notice anything unusual, not about Joe Biden, but about the people in attendance there. And see if you catch what I... I caught and uh, see if you come to the same conclusion. What do you notice immediately, Vince? Their phones are off. Their phones are off. Firstly, look at all the buzz cuts. Those are federal (laughs) agents. And none of the phones are on. None of the phones are on. 
They're taking pictures of Joe Biden. This dude's right in front of him. There's nothing on the phone. The phone is off. So. That is odd. That is very odd. Now, you know, one of my thoughts is maybe a camera doesn't pick up another camera. I tested it. I went out to my son's camera. I had my camera on. Now you can absolutely catch it. So that's odd. Okay, that's very, very odd um, that they staged that whole July 4th event because nobody wanted to come. <laughs> nobody wanted to show up for the July 4th event at the White House because of Joe Biden. That should give everybody a, a hint and a sign. Wow. Dictatorship. Well, it's not a dictatorship. I mean, I think that uh, we we there's still some power. You know, you want to know why I think that we still have power in this country, Vince? Why? Yeah. Look what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're not completely screwed, just mostly. The world is not completely screwed yet. And I hope that it doesn't get there. And I think that there's good people behind the scenes doing good things, bringing this world back to a certain level of balance. And in this country... Most specifically, I think that there's people exploiting these uh, these crimes that have occurred, and I think that they are coming to the surface. And I think over the next uh, 18 months or so, we're going to see it all unfold, and uh, it's going to be absolutely epic. And it, here's the thing. In the next 18 months, we're going to watch it all unfold, or we're going to be in, in bridled within a battle for our life. It's going to be one of the two. And literally 18 months is is that sequence. Yeah. This is a big turning event. It is. It is. I mean, we are in this one year, uh, this next 12 to 18 months really sets the tone for the next 30, 40 years of of human history on this planet. Did we give up our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties to uh, a global dictatorship? Or did we stand up and take down this evil? and rid them from our planet once and for all. That's the real question. This is definitely a spiritual battle in that sense. Um, do you remember that video of those uh, Russian pranksters who called Zelensky and then they called uh, Christine Lagarde and uh, they, they keep on getting these people on the calls? Yeah, and tricking them into thinking there's Zelensky. I yeah. Well, guess what? Now we, now we got Henry Kissinger. 90-year-old Henry Kissinger was just happy to have gotten a call. Of North Stream 2. How do you think? Who is behind who is behind of explosion of North Stream 2? Who is guilty? How do you think? I, I frankly have thought you were. Really? You so the only question asked, well, in the video is who was behind the Nord Stream 2 bombing? And Henry Kissinger comes out, I, I thought you were. He says, I thought you were, but I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't yep. gonna say anything. Wow. It's literally what he says. Unbelievable. Yep. These people are idiots, dude. Well, I, I, I can't believe it's that easy to get him on a zoom. 
I mean, we should be sending out Zoom requests like <laughs> Vladimir Putin wants to talk, dude. Like, let's let's get on a Zoom. I'll come on there. Hello, I am uh, Vladimir's representative. We just need to get some questions out of the way. Dude, it is surprising. So this uh, this next video is kind of shocking. I saw this. And uh, I'm just going through my Twitter feed before we get into the news. We're on a shortened show tonight, but this is uh, there's there's a lot happening, but there's not a lot happening, right? But let's go through this. Check this out. This this gets interesting. I'm a walk down when I can't knock. I'm a walk down when I can't take. I'm a walk down. So these kids pull out these um, AR-15 weapons, uh, you know, AR-15 rifles. They pull out some pistols. Uh, those AR-15s are probably between seven to eight hundred dollars a piece. The one that the kid had on it had an optic on it. I don't know. I couldn't really tell, but it's probably it looked like a Daniel Arms, but it probably maybe a twelve hundred dollar rifle. Uh, maybe a $600 pistol and everybody of that, every single one of them had guns. So the question is certain logic would say that those young stand-up gentlemen legally purchased those firearms at a gun store. They waited the necessary vetting time. They passed the FBI background check. I'm also pretty certain that they went to the sheriff's offices, got his fingerprinted too, so that they could conceal carry. Or right. Maybe when the FBI under Fast and Furious was sending massive weapons to the cartels at the border, those made their way back and entered into the cities where they were sold to gang members. Yep. Hmm. So let me ask you this then. How does more gun regulation change that? It doesn't, dude. It's a scam. It doesn't, it doesn't change that. And that's who you want a gun to protect yourself from. And this is moving towards social and cultural destabilization. This is a uh, DoorDash driver who uh, had a delivery to the middle of the city, into the hood. Check this one out. They stole his car. They got his car. They stole his car. They got right. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now change scenarios and put those other wow. kids in that video and that guy would be dead. Luckily, I believe that guy survived. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's not door dashing it anymore. Jeez. Yeah. That would and ruin he, your day. Gosh. Well, he, here's the thing. You get a you get a door dash in the middle of the city and you're a white guy. Don't go. Sorry. I just not coming there. Come pick your food up it's, yourself. It's dangerous. It really is. Most yep. major cities. So this is interesting. And I'm kind of like broken on this one. What's so that? Uh, Representative Mesha Maynard of Georgia. You ever heard of her? No. Me either. Um, but today, let's listen to what she says. 35 seconds. 
Representative Misha Maynard, and I represent District 56 in the heart of our state's capital. We have been on a journey together for two terms, and we've had some wins, but there is a better path, and we can do so much more. That is why today I am announcing that I am joining the Republican Party. Hmm. So she left the Democrat Party and now is becoming a Republican. Rhino. So let me help everybody out here because I don't have the video on hand. Do you remember like last week when we played that episode? It was, I believe it was uh, O'Keefe Media Group. And it was of the uh, state representative from South Carolina. And she was talking about how we need to get out there and we need to infiltrate their party. We need to take their party down from the inside. It's began. Here we go. Anybody can be a Democrat or anybody can be a Republican. Yeah. And then, uh, yep, that for sure is what they do. They've been doing it a long time. They're going to keep doing it. Absolutely. Pretend to be a Republican. Now, rightfully said, you know, we could we could say that she's, you know, maybe, maybe she is legitimate, right? She says, I left, I made the decision to leave the Democrat Party. I represent a blue district in the city of Atlanta, so it wasn't politically a, a good political decision for me. It was a moral one. I'll never apologize for being a black woman with a mind of my own. And she says that uh, her big thing was uh, how they have, the Republican Party, what did she say here? Let, let me find what she said here. I don't want to, when I oppose the effort to defund the police, okay, nope, that wasn't it. Everybody's saying, welcome to the Dem Republican Party. Nope, I disagree. I'm not going to be that easy on this person. Um, it was the destruction of our cities. It was the Democrat liberal policies, the radicalized liberal policies that brought this about for her. Um, a lot of it came about because of uh the, the trans ideology that's going on out there. And who knows, maybe she's legitimate. Maybe she'll be a, a massive asset to the Republicans. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, be vigilant because this is exactly what we've been expecting is Republicans to come in and start infiltrating the Republican Party. Yeah, I mean, even if somebody is uh, aligning with me in a lot of my beliefs... I still don't trust them and I don't trust mm -hmm. them because the system's corrupt through and through on the left and on the right period. And I don't have faith in pretty much any of them. I'd say probably right. Donald Trump exclusively. And uh, that's it. That, that, yeah. That's about it. Um, I, I agree. I agree. And so we need to be very vigilant with people entering into the Republican party here. Uh, $40 million opening. Sound of Freedom breaks box office records. Elijah Schaefer's top picks for movies. Um, and now people I'm seeing are being uh, kind of, they're showing up to go see the movie and the movie theaters are turning them away. And uh, the movie's not playing at some theaters, even though oh, it's supposed to be playing at the theaters. Technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. I saw a really great thing happening in my community. Uh, somebody went ahead and bought... Uh, like a $50 gift card and left it at the counter. And they're like, let anybody use this for sound of freedom mm. and uh, put a post on online and people went and used it. And then a lady, like they've, bunch of people went and used it right away. 
and basically it kept happening. A lady came in and put more money on a gift card for people to go see that movie for free if they wanted. And people kept doing that, buying each other tickets. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So Zelensky was at the, the meeting in Vilnius Vil, uh, today. <laughs> And um, he came out with a, a post right after on Twitter, basically yelling and screaming like a little child at NATO, yeah. um, saying that we had uh, we we value our shared security and we always appreciate the open conversation. Ukraine will be represented at the NATO summit in Vilnius because it is out of respect. But Ukraine also deserves respect. Now on our way to Vilnius, we receive signals that, that certain wording is being discussed without Ukraine. And I'd like to emphasize <laughs> that this wording is about the invitation to become a NATO member, not about ukraine's membership it's unprecedented and absurd that when time frame is not set neither for the invitation nor for ukraine's membership while at the same time vague wording about conditions is added even for the inviting ukraine it <laughs> seems there is no readiness neither to invite ukraine to nato nor to make it a, a member of the alliance this means that a window of opportunity is being left to bargain ukraine's membership in nato in negotiations with russia and for russia this means motivation to continue its terror uncertainty is weakness and i will openly discuss this at the summit man i i, I you know he, he just seems so kind of like forward about creating world war three do, do people realize that the move by NATO membership for Ukraine equals World War III. Russia is demolishing the U.S. proxy in Ukraine, and NATO is weakened because of it. They can't fight a larger war right now because the timing is not right. Give it six months, right before the election year, and that timing will be absolutely correct. And Ukraine will get there. So you know what could spark World War III? Maybe he what might else? remember these. Ukraine's membership in the NATO. Oh, yeah. Is that... In six months, they say we're bringing NATO in, and, and you know what even possibly happen? Yeah, is Russia the, some type of negotiation treaty comes out? Russia moves out, okay? Russia stays within the eastern provinces, whatever it is. The war stops with Russia's one agreement to the UN is that Ukraine does not join NATO. Immediately after it, Ukraine will join NATO, guaranteed. This is what's gonna that I, I could see that easily happening. Yeah, maybe it is just a timing thing, and they are going to move forward at some point. They just don't want to squander an opportunity with the mm -hmm. timing. I don't think um they're leaving Ukraine behind. I don't no. think they're getting oh, absolutely up. not. I mean, BlackRock right. is putting billions of dollars of investments in there, they're not leaving that behind, and they don't want Russia anywhere near there. So, absolutely not. Um Hunted down, Putin's Black Sea captain, uh, Stanislav Rishishki, shot dead by assassin um, on a jog this morning. So this is wow. another Russian high military official murdered in the streets of uh, Krasnodar um, in Russia today. Now, Man. we don't know if this was Putin who did this or if this was somebody else who did this. If he was a part of the, the top military officers trying to undermine Putin, who knows? Um, but another Russian military officer dead. So not a good time to be Russian military officers. Officers. Gosh. Yeah. You got to wonder what's going on, huh? Yeah. You, well, what's going on is, is a power grab for the global homogeny. That's oh, what's yeah. going on is yeah. people are, people are trying to get their shit in order to, 
get everything in place for what comes next. Because here's the thing, and I've said this many times on this. You can't stop what's coming, right? So what do I mean by that? Technological progression is going to continue to happen. You remember uh, during the late 19th century and early 20th century, Nikola Tesla came out with a better DC motor, right? Than Edison. And Edison tried to stop him at all costs. World Fair, electrocuting, uh, you know, elephants. Oh, sorry, the AC motor. Yeah, AC motor, which is highly more efficient. Edison tried to stop him at all costs. He couldn't stop it. Look at our world today. It's lit by that technology. Technology will always progress. So artificial intelligence is coming. We're going to talk about a unified ledger here in a second, what that means. That's coming. Hmm. Okay. The 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 15-minute idea of a city, kind of like new cities that are reorganized with different infrastructure, new updated infrastructure. I mean, the infrastructure in your cities is like 70 years old. I hope people understand that. Okay. Is there's only so much you can keep putting into a city to upgrade its infrastructure until it becomes obsolete. So eventually we're going to have to start building new cities and take the other ones down. I mean, that's going to have to happen. And they, the globalists like to do this with war because it produces profit in the meantime, they get to stay safe and then they get to go in and demolish the cities. They get to make money off of that and they get to build the buildings and make money off of that. So that's why I'm almost certain we're going to world war three, but um, you're going to see a new world, technological world, be developed in the next 50 years. It, it's going to happen. You can't stop this. The question is, is how is it facilitated with the public? Are the public in control of these things? Is the public have a say? Is it an invasion of privacy? Does it, uh, you know, does it infringe upon your rights? Or is it something more conducive to an operating society that has this idea of individualized sovereignty? Right. That's the real question. And, and what bumps do you have to go through to get there? So Putin today issued a warning about the U.S. banking system. Negative trends are mounting in the American financial sector. Um, the increase in Russian banking sector sovereignty and independence has been quite timely, given the negative trends that are growing globally, specifically the U.S. banking system. Putin uh, was meeting with uh, Andrei Krostin, the CEO of Russia's second largest bank, VTB, who assured the president that the country's banking sector was secure. Regarding anti-Russian sanctions, we have probably become somewhat immune because of them, and we have enhanced our sovereignty in this field. Look at what is now happening in the United States, Putin said. This is virtually the largest financial and banking crisis since 2008, and it is already spreading to Europe. The top, uh, So that they added, the sanctions against Russia are a double-edged sword. Hmm. So this is interesting because we knew that Russia would do an economic warfare on the U.S., and how do they do that? Well, the BRICS nations is that catalyst which has drawn this in. Uh, obviously, the Russian alliance, Russian and Chinese alliance with Saudi Arabia, Turkey basically is going to be leaving NATO sometime soon, guaranteed. Um, you know, the, the loss of trade within the oil and gas industry. You have all the exports coming out of Ukraine and Russia now being redirected. The United States is getting creamed economically, and they're making a whole bunch of different um, – choices of how to move forth right now we have the fed now system being implemented starting out this month uh, but then today this.org released um the blueprint for future monetary system improving the old enabling the new mm. and this is about what's called a unified ledger and uh, i actually me and kirk elliott were talking about this earlier yeah and uh, i was kind of I, I was taking screenshots of it 
of, of various points that were being made here. <clears throat> and, and let me let me kind of read to you what the article says. Crypto and decentralized finance, DeFi, DeFi, have offered a glimpse of tokenization's promise. But crypto is a flawed system that cannot take on the mantle of the future money. Not only is crypto self-referential with little co- with little contract with the real world, it also lacks the anchor of the trust um, in money provided by central banks. Actually, that's why crypto was created in the first place, because we don't trust the central banks and we want to be the custodian of our money. So the reason that they're saying that, oh, well, crypto's bad because it gives you control over your money. You become your own bank and you don't need central banks anymore. Literally what they say in this. Ridiculous. Yep. The success of token the success of tokenization rests on the foundation of trust provided by central bank money. Central bank money is fiat money. It's not real. It doesn't exist. And so they're building this whole ideal that the trust of this new banking system is going to be devised just from the central banks themselves. No, it, no, nobody wants a central bank. That's why we had crypto in the first place. What we want is we want decentralized non-custodial or custodial uh, self-custodian crypto decentralized blockchains self-custodian crypto you become your own bank um the in contrast in a tokenized setting money and assets become executable objects that are maintained by programmable platforms they could be transferred through the execution of programming instructions issued to system participants yes this is the black mirror nightmare that comes forth uh they're not only talking about money here they're talking about everything every single digital bit of information that is transferred on the internet will be tokenized to a certain degree which means that it's tracked that it's kept that it's on a blockchain there will be there will be zero privacy if they want to lock you out of the transportation systems in your 15 minute cities they will if they want to convert all your money sitting in your your central bank digital wallet to inusable, they will. Instead of the IRS seizing your bank account, all they will do is go out there and seize the appropriate amount to only be paid to them. This is a new criminality that is being grown out of this. I mean, you know, the criminals have all the the criminals have the militaries, the political power, and the money. There is no way in hell that we should allow them in any way, shape, form, or fashion to control the future world that is being developed. They also talk about governance here. And governance is the interesting part. This is how regulation comes about. This is oversight, these types of things. They say that it's a specific involvement in government arrangements could take various forms, much as it does in the case of traditional payment systems, where public ownership, regulation, and oversight, as well as private mutual ownership could all have viable options. I love how they say private ownership. Now, they talk about private tokenization there. And for anybody who read that article on biz.org, bis.org, um, they talk about private tokens or private tokenization, private blockchains. What they're referencing there for anybody who doesn't understand is Bitcoin. Okay. They are referencing Bitcoin, Litecoin. They're referencing XR, uh, uh, Monero, XRM. And the reason they're referencing them is because they can't get rid of them. And so they might as well integrate them into their system and allow those currencies when they be cashed out to be cashed out in their own CBDC. 
And that is the movement that they're going for. So keep that in mind. I'm telling you, crypto is the future. It is happening. Decentralized crypto is being kicked the boot out the door. But there's going to be parallel systems that come up, that rise up, that will basically go against this. Just like what the BRICS nations did, there will be decentralized parallel economic networks that are set up. I guarantee you. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to go buy some Bitcoin. FYI, don't hurt to buy some Bitcoin. All right. What does the, the unified ledger mean? Unified ledger means it's basically it, it's a uh, multi-ledger integration. What does it mean? It means think about how banks communicate right now. The system is antiquated. They want to build a new digital framework that basically brings together all those banks, central banks, and so forth to one platform, at least through APIs, that integrates into one software system that can kind of mitigate all the transactions that occur on a blockchain. Not a bad idea. It's, it's actually what needs to happen with the monetary system. Um, what does that mean for gold and silver? Well, that means that gold and silver is going to skyrocket when this happens. The reason being is because gold and silver aren't going to lose their value. China isn't buying billions of dollars of gold each quarter because gold is going to go to zero. They're buying it because they know what comes next in the global economy. And that is a massive economic crash because before you can integrate something of like this, a massive digital framework, you have to collapse the current existing economy and you have to basically dissolve all fiat currencies. And how are they going to do that with hyperinflation that's coming now? The Fed's about to raise the interest rates 25 basis points by the end of this month. And potentially this is going to be the last raise that they're going to have this year. I doubt it. But what you're going to see is inflation will come back massively fast. And by December of this year, you're going to be in another economic crisis and turmoil. Many people are removing their money from their banks. What are they doing? They're putting their money in gold. They're putting their money in silvers. They're putting it into other various types of assets. Diversify and allocate all of your assets that you possibly can. You want to use our guys? Use our guys. Getgoldtoday.com. Easy. Getgoldtoday.com. Pretty easy. If you want to use someone else, use someone else. If you want to... Talk to me about other assets to diversify into. Absolutely. Land, guns, oh, yeah. brass, food. Those are some ones that you're going to want to have. They're not necessarily assets, but there's something, some things you need to land an asset. Real estate. The corporate, real, the commercial real estate market and the residential real estate market probably have less than a year left before they collapse. I thought the residential real estate market would already be done. It's not. But it's getting very, very close. There's going to be a lot of people defaulting on these loans, especially as inflation begins to increase. So buckle up, Dorothy. Kansas is going bye-bye. Just a matter oh, of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just a matter of time, man. And, and Well, no, it, it is a matter of timing. What do you mean? Okay. The only reason we haven't seen social unrest and riots in the streets again the only reason we haven't seen global economic collapse or World War III is because they are not ready yet. They have to time this perfectly with 2024. So that's why it's the last battle. They have to time this perfectly with 2024. They have to. I would say that November of this year to March of next year is that time frame where you'll start seeing the sequence of events begin to come. Why? Well, it's the same sequence that time frame that they use for COVID. Oh yeah. So for anybody who's going to be watching AMP After Hours tonight, AMP After Hours is going to be on our uh, American Media Periscope's Rumble channel, okay? Uh, tonight, yeah. 
I have uh, Major Jeffrey Prather coming on with me. Retired special operations soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, an ex-DEA special agent, targeted by the deep state, turned whistleblower. Uh, he does various different podcasts, the Prather Point, as well as the Prather Point on American Media Periscope. He's going to be joining me tonight. We're going to be talking Russia. We're going to be talking China, Ukraine. We're going to be talking about globalism. We're going to be talking about what's happening here in the United States of America. It's going to be a great conversation. That's AMP After Hours tonight, live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Rumble, on American Media Periscope's Rumble channel. And so that, that's why we'll be getting out of this show here in just a few minutes. We're going to go through the news and we'll be out of here because I got to get ready for that show. Um, but going in here with the news, no, uh, Biden is skipping dinner tonight with NATO leaders. Yeah. Uh -oh. He has such a heavy workload. He was just at the beach relaxing, yeah. and they're like, he's really just too busy. Yep. Right. And then uh, he refuses to take questions at the NATO summit. Oh, God. This, I mean, they are setting you, – you notice how this is becoming more and more progressive and that the even the left liberal media is picking up on it and reporting it. They yeah, are going to utilize his health to remove him. Yeah, they're talking about all the bad things, even the view. Mm -hmm. Yep, those old birds. I think that they're setting him up to die in office. I think he's going to go to sleep one night, and Jill's going to walk in there and give him a little prick on his hand and kiss him good night once one last time, and that's going to be it. That that's my thoughts, it, and I think it's going to happen relatively fast. They got to get rid of Kami Kamala first. Now, Kami Kamala's uh, words of wisdom today. The issue with transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. Has she said anything intelligent? <laughs> She's ridiculous. No, no, that, that's the reason for transportation, not the issue with transportation, is people need to get where they have to go. That's the reason we have public transportation, not the <laughs> issue. The issue with public transportation is government <laughs> it's really that simple she's something else uh matt gets today uh spoke in support of his amendments for the national defense authorization act before the house rules committee uh female service members are reporting uh reporting record instances of biological male, male transgenders using showers and locker rooms designated for females only his amendment will make it clear that folks in the military installations can only use certain facilities it reflects on their biological gender. Uh, and this is becoming a concern everywhere. I've been seeing a lot of videos on TikTok and, and Twitter of people going in the gyms. Mm. And they walk in and there's this dude showering in the girls' locker room. And there's like young girls in there. This is not right. If my daughter came out and got me and she was like, oh, my God, daddy, daddy, there's a man in there. You know what I would do? Mm -mm. I would go fuck that dude's day up. I would walk into that girl's restroom and I would beat the piss out of him. No questions asked. So if you're a trans, I don't know, trans woman, I guess, is that a trans woman who's using, who's got a penis and you're showering next to two oh, girls in a locker room and they're scared, you're going to get your ass beat. Just the way it's going to go. And I'm not threatening violence. Just telling you, you want to fuck around, you'll find out. We have a new whistleblower who is set to reveal CCP sex bribes of prominent U.S. politicians, lawyers, diplomats. Um, he's currently being held without bond in New York City. 
this is uh, 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 Guau, uh, the founder of uh, Gitter. So apparently he's got uh, he's got a whistleblower. It's going to reveal it all. Hope so. Um, I don't have time to go through Mark Levin's uh, whole broadcast. I, I don't like Mark Levin, but guys, I, I never liked Mark Levin. I've been very honest about that. And he's a DeSantis fuck anyway. Um, but General Flynn came out and said, everyone in the United States or what is remaining in the United States needs to listen to Mark Levin's warning. Our country is being systematically destroyed and the DOJ is pointy, uh, pointy end of the spear for the left and there is no more denying it. There are other elements of the U.S. government that are acting in egregious ways, but the rule of law is supposed to maintain an equality that supersedes all other aspects of our republic. They have apparently lost sight of this fact. We need strong leadership and courageous leaders to step into the gap to stop this destruction of our constitutional republic before it's too late. The GOP and state governors and any of the federal judiciary must step up and act and act now before it's too late. He's absolutely right, General Flynn. And Mark Levin goes on about this government corruption that is going on. And it's it's getting worse and worse, guys. We are falling deeper and deeper into a totalitarian shithole. And it's getting to the point where people are going to stand up, rise up, speak up, and eventually act out. Federalist 47. Said it before. Uh, we we're talking about uh, Gail Luft. The Biden DOJ is seeking 100 years in jail for him. Political persecution dude. at its finest. This guy is a certified whistleblower, and this is what they want to do to him. This is the Farah case, right? Yep. Um, so reporters asked Jake Sullivan, the, the National Security Advisor of the President, why the DOJ charged the Biden, Biden crime family whistleblower, Gail Luft, for violating Farah, but spared Hunter Biden. Let's listen to this. Oh, actually, hold on. Got to go through this. Tab, boom. Today, U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York indicted a man named Gal Luft for violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act by working without registration for a company called CEMC China Energy. Uh, the president's son and brother worked at the same firm without registration, and uh, the president was invoked in that infamous shutdown text message receiving the transfer of $5 million to the Biden family. Um, the president allegedly met with their business partners, was penciled in for a, five, or a uh, 10 percent cut, excuse me, and was listed on a as a participant on a call about an attempt by U.S. natural gas by CFC. Um, what's the White House's take on the potential FARA liability, uh, liability for the first family of the president here? I've not seen that and can't comment on it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Don't know anything. You know, Hunter Biden didn't get a FARA violation because he did the same exact thing. And like I said yesterday, FARA violations are jokes. In Washington, everybody is communicating with someone else. And so the fact that they're going after this guy tells you that he's spot on right and they're scared of him. Desperate. Uh, the, the state of Massachusetts, a newly released video um, that we're not going to play. We don't have much time. Massachusetts Department of Public Health allegedly colluded with Google to secretly install COVID tracking spyware on smartphones of more than 1 million residents without their knowledge or consent. The video published by the New Civil Liberties Alliance, a self-described civil rights group devoted to protecting Americans from administrative overreach, walks viewers through the core tenets of the organization's ongoing lawsuit against the DPH and Democrat Governor Maura Healey, 
which claims Massachusetts violated state residents and workers' Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights by installing a COVID contact tracing app on their Android phones without their awareness or their permission. Oh, yeah. Good. This is what needs to happen. Did you hear about this shit? The Spanish minister who flew on their private jet to uh, the climate summit and then biked from their hotel to the uh, the venue while being trailed by a, a line of cars? Yeah. Clown show. Clown show. Absolutely a clown show. Climate change. So Donald Trump today on True Social, I have an idea. Get deranged Jack Smith to take just a tiny portion of the millions of dollars he is spending illegally targeting me and let him go to the White House with his army of thugs and solve the cocaine dilemma. I bet they already know the answer, but just in case, it could be done in five minutes. Is it Crooked Joe and his wonderful son, Hunter? Release the findings. Release the tapes. We can't have a crackhead in charge of our nuclear arsenal. Which means that he's saying that Joe Biden is using cocaine. I wouldn't doubt it. That's how they keep them. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it either, man. Tipsity, right? Uh, Prigozhin, uh, the Wagner head, now says Wagner will be back to normal combat readiness around early August. We'll get back to work. Prigozhin is one of Putin's closest friends, and he owns a production company that makes war propaganda movies. He engaged in psyops recently to fool the West, um, and after uh, all that, he was an ex. Ah, fuck you. I, I, I'm not a fan of war clandestine, by the way, but. Uh, Progrosian, uh, he is that person, but I'm just saying is that Progrosian, uh, wait till August. You'll see what I'm talking about. Wait till August when Progrosian is in Belarus and watch what happens. Ukraine will be toppled within just a few weeks. At least that's my thoughts. So apparently Joe Biden um, released sensitive U.S. military information in uh, his CNN interview. Raising, raising national security concerns. Now, here's the thing. Joe Biden can declassify any information he wants at any point in time. So sure. the fact that he said it, it's no longer classified. But isn't that what they came against Donald Trump for? Do I yeah. remember them going against Donald Trump for something very, very similar to this? Hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting that the uh, the unified uh, uh Financial system, the unified uh, transactional system is being launched on the same day after a day after the UN launches the preparations for global shocks. Remember this? Yeah, we have um, the new summit for the future coming up in 2024. We have the Fed now system launching right now. They have uh, this this new blockchain that they want to launch and everything is just seemingly coming together for global governance. And you just see how that all comes together. Isn't that interesting? They're preparing for the firestorm and they want systems in place for all yep. of their uh, globalist groups to maintain control. Well, how do they do it? They they tell people, hey, this is what needs to happen. They prep everything that needs to happen. They demolish the old system through chaos. And in the ashes of the chaos, they rise up. It's very easy. That's how they do it every time. That's how they're going to do it this time. Uh, Russia is warning the U.S. about cluster bombs. Moscow will respond with equivalent weapons, according to Defense Minister Sergei Shogu. So, U.S. wants to use cluster bombs? Well, guess what? Russia will use cluster bombs. Uh, let me see here. 
there's there's a few more things we'll go over tomorrow. Uh, Meta's new app, Threads, is already being accused of mass censorship and data harvesting. Go figure. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, Roxy uh, SDG69 celebrating four months subscri- subscription streak. Thank you so much, Roxy Bayonet. Five Lemons. Thank you so much, Bayonet. P Quest gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, P Quest. Uh, Mina Nemus D donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, Mina Nemus. RPG3573 donated two ice cream and bayonet five lemons. Thank you guys all for the donations. Much appreciated for all of you guys. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, good crowd tonight. Tuesdays are a little bit kind of like, you know, just more relaxed and there's not usually much going on on Tuesdays and it's our early day. But hey guys, I'm going to AMP After Hours in about 40 minutes from now. So please join us over there. AMP After Hours, American Media Periscope on um, Rumble. So you just type in AMP, A-M-P, space news and you'll see myself and uh uh for amp after hours for tonight uh should be there it's somewhere at the top and uh yep we uh we'll be having uh major jeffrey prather on tonight could be a good show so please check that out listen to that but uh other than that guys that's all the news we have for you guys today hope you guys have a great day uh this thursday we have the after dark chat q a that is on the social red pill this friday's show on conversation on the fringe to be determined Got a few guests in mind uh, trying to book some people. If I get the one I want, it's going to be a great show. <laughs> but but we'll see if that happens. But much love, respect, guys. God bless you all. You all take care. Have a great night, and we'll see you guys next time. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.